When I think about loved ones that have passed, whether it's friends or family members, or people that I've lost touch with, or people that I know well, I will eventually lose, you know, people die, it happens, I think, I just wish I could hear them talk again. And commonly, you have seen people who have lost a loved one, <clears throat> they call the voicemail of the loved one, just so they can hear it. And I know you've seen it in movies for dramatic effect, and I'm sure you, you know somebody, or you, maybe you've done it, just your real life. I know when Scott committed suicide, as long as his phone, you know, the voicemail was still hooked up, I would call it once in a while just to hear his voice message, because he didn't do any videos or podcasts, so there was just pictures of him, and you forget what people's voices sound like. So each time I make a podcast episode, I, I look at it not for like who will listen to it now. That's cool, I appreciate the, the now listens, but what's important is the future listens. Because people care about you a lot more after you're gone. That's, that's when people say, oh, I wish I was closer with them. I wish I had tried harder. I wish I had spent more time. People uh, consistently voice their sort of regrets when it comes to somebody leaving, especially when they leave too soon. So the more podcasts I make, I make them with that in mind. That there's got to be somebody, at least one person, who's going to miss me when I'm gone. And... There's going to be a lot of footage of my voice and my thoughts and my reasoning and my feelings, and it's going to be recorded nicely, neatly, chronological order for the most part. <clears throat> and so today I just thought, I'm going to press record, I'm going to jam out to some music. One, I get to brag about my taste in music, and two, I just get to hang out. Taylor just left, so I'm here alone. I'm going to do a little talking, a little jamming, a little singing gonna do some dumbbell curls and try to work on these gains and uh, the only time I'll pause it is when there's like a long commercial or or if I have to go do something like take a giant dump otherwise it's gonna be like a two-hour window of my life I just thought I would share my you know thoughts my, my favorite current songs some of them slightly feel guilty about for sure because they're a little girly a little gay but you know for the most part I like rock Classic rock, hard rock, rock and roll, uh, very little metal, definitely no screaming bullshit. I don't like pop, I fucking despise hip-hop. I do like country, but not so much this new age bullshit. Luke Holmes is probably the only one that I like as far as like newer country quote-unquote artists. Uh, I know Luke Bryan's pants are so tight, of course he can't sing well. <laughs> but. I left a couple of things out, even though I had uh, eight pages of notes and shit to talk about in my previous podcast. I neglected to mention a few, a couple things, so I'm just going to quickly sort of wrap that one up. Um, number one, Valerie, the girl I was telling you about. I mentioned that she had told me um, she feels better when she helps people. It makes her feel better talking to people who are sad or down or, or whatever. Which is, you know, like I said, it feels better to give a gift than to receive a gift, and what better gift could you give than peace of mind? I get it. But I forgot to mention the extension of that conversation. And not that I want to psycho psychoanalyze everybody or that I feel like I can, but I got a pretty good read on this girl. And I said, it's really common among people who were emotionally abused or physically abused or even sexually abused when they were younger to 
seek out people who are, and the word she used was damaged, you know, obviously emotionally damaged. Sometimes we all feel that way, but certain things, experiences, especially traumatic experiences, and even more so at a younger age can have a lifelong effect on us. And I said, I'm just taking a guess here and you can feel free to not tell me, like don't tell me anything you don't feel comfortable telling me. But I said, it's common among people who claim that they enjoy talking with others and helping others out to be extremely sad or, or you know, depressed themselves. And it was like a Robin Williams quote. Sometimes the, the people who smile the most and, you know, make you laugh the most are the saddest people. And I said, does any part of you feel better when you get to have that sort of therapy with people like this? Is it, in a way, kind of soothing for yourself as well? Almost as if you get to relive traumatic events and it feels good coming out and knowing that you're not alone. So you kind of form this little brotherhood like, yeah, you've been emotionally damaged too. Am I, am I close? Am I cold? Am I hot? And she said, you're hot. And I said, thanks. I set up that question that way. Just so if I was right, you'd have to say I was hot. Thanks for the boost in ego. Of course, I'm a douche. I did say that. But she laughed and she goes, no, you're right. Um, I was sexually abused and emotionally abused and physically abused when I was young. And it does feel good to have that talk with other people. And I I'd, I'd never knew why, but I guess it makes sense. And selfishly, it's because... It, it just feels good. <clears throat> and I said, well, it's not selfish ever to help anybody, but if it does kind of help you sort of help yourself navigate through the emotional struggles and confusion, then there's definitely nothing wrong with it. But I was just curious. And again, not everybody is going to be that way. Some people just seek out uh, broken slash damaged people because, you know, they want to help and that's all there is to it. But I think the majority of people who would find themselves talking to others especially about traumatic pasts, it's because there's a little bit of darkness inside them as well. And so, I don't want to brag, but I hit the nail on the head and I... I didn't even know it. She's a cool chick, though. Definitely a good internet buddy. You can never have too many of those. Because even the people that you're friends with that you live near, you don't see them that often, right? So you end up talking to your even your personal friends more online or over the phone or via text message more than you see them. So in my mind, just adding more people to that list of internet friendship is, is a good thing. Um, the other thing that I forgot to mention is when I was talking about that big red reset button that men have, where you just, you rub one out, and then boom, you're not going to be like tricked by the temptresses that are females, and you're not gonna fall for that shit. I, I mentioned briefly, but I, I have to be specific. When I am all pent up, and it's been a while since I've gotten some vagina, some blowy, some handy, the good old fashioned, or if I just, it's been a while since I've rubbed one out, whatever, it doesn't matter. Here's my view on blue balls. <laughs> it's just a distraction. Like. If I haven't rubbed one out and I'm in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'll do that later. I just don't feel like it right now. I know I need to. I'll try to like watch a movie on Hulu and it'll be so distracting. I'll pull up the horror movies or whatever. And when there's a picture of a hot chick on a movie, I'm like, God damn, the things I would do to her. Oof. And I'm like, ah, oh, snap out of it, Ben. I'll like slap myself and be like, no, no, just pick a movie. You can rub one out later. And then I'll go to another movie and it'll be a girl in a bikini and it's a whatever slasher horror film. And I'm like, shit. 
that looks nice. Mm, 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 mm. You know, and, and it, so on and so forth. Like, it, I won't be able to, like, listen to a hot chick, whether she's streaming or see a hot chick on a movie or a show or YouTube or whatever, because I'm only thinking with my dong. All I'm thinking is, God damn, the things I would do, you know? And then it's like, it's like a snap. It's like a, a switch has been flipped. I'll rub one out and boom, all those thoughts are gone. I can go to that same movie with the picture of the hot brunette on there and I'll be like, okay, let's watch a horror movie. And I can watch it in peace without thinking throughout the movie, if I was there right now, you know, that sort of thing. And I forgot to mention that, but I'm sure guys can relate and girls, if you don't didn't know, you do now. Like, you have more power over us the longer it has been since we've busted a nut, or crusted a nut, as Crystalia says. So then, after you bust a nut, we're like, yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Whereas before, like if we were like trying to get a blowy, we might be extra nice, we might go out of our way, we might sort of do things and say things to butter you up. And that's the best chance you're going to get as far as having a man be romantic to you is when he needs to bust one. Because a man with freshly drained, empty balls, he's probably not gonna be like, you're so beautiful, your hair is like the ocean. You know, that kind of stuff comes out for one reason. Romantic, yes, but why? Why are people romantic? Well, it's because eventually it leads to sex. Which further, you know, if you were to take it further is because of, we wanna reproduce on a subconscious level, but Every time we get laid, we're not thinking, yeah, baby, we're thinking, no, bust this nut all over those titties. So you can only say so much of it is uh, reproduction. The rest of it is because we're just, we're dudes, we're pigs. We just want to bust all over those big ass titties or that face, that money shot, that cha-ching. That's what we want. And those are the only two things that I can think of that I forgot to mention, but I felt they were relevant, so I would offer them to you in a future podcast. And this isn't even a podcast. This is just me chilling. You might hear five songs without me talking you might hear me talk for an hour i don't know i'm just i'm gonna do some dumbbell curls i'm gonna clean i'm gonna jam out i might do some singing i have an average as fuck singing voice sometimes i sound good sometimes i don't and just like you i know when that is i'm not gunning krugered up in in the you know how i rate my own voice at least i don't think i am because I, I claim that I'm just average. I don't claim to be like a superstar, but I know that I, I don't sound awful when I sing. You hear people sing and it's just, it makes you like physically cringe and you're like, oh dear Lord, <laughs> that's not me. <clears throat> also, it's a terrible time to begin a recording of any sort, whether it's talking or singing, because I just had an entire pan of tomato soup and it made my throat all sticky and blah, blah. I've drank two glasses of water and it won't go, won't go away. And I may or may not have put some smoke into my mouth. You know, not the bad kind, not weed, not the devil's lettuce, but just any kind of smoke really dries out your, uh, your throat, your mouth and whatnot. So um, I'm going to get going on my stretching. I'm gonna play a few songs. I'm going to do some dumbbell curls. Maybe you'll hear me in the background making manly noises. Maybe not. Maybe I won't exaggerate them. So we're gonna start with something a little um, higher tempo, I guess. Maybe, I don't know. I'm pretty proud of my music taste. Like when I tell people to check out my music playlist, I'm actually like, I don't know, it's like a weird thing. Like I'm subconsciously taking credit for 
the artists and the actual musicians and I'm like yeah I like those therefore I you know like somehow I'm trying to take credit for this good music because everybody thinks that the music they listen to is enjoyable otherwise they wouldn't listen to it right that makes sense but when I listen to my music and my songs and my bands and artists and then I I sort of get this idea that it's unique to me even though I know other people may have heard of them or whatever but I still like I like to brag about my good taste in music and I don't think you hear people say that too often because it's a random ass thing to say but um <clears throat> I don't know I'm gonna start with something a little more high tempo yeah baby <laughs> thing about people who grow up with um, toxic or just unhealthy or any sort of negative description you want to you want to give it just like shitty childhoods much like Valerie who sort of seeks some sort of relief and it could be subconscious or she could actively be seeking people who have trauma or are damaged quote-unquote or in need of some sort of repair because we sort of do repair ourselves when we repair others and it's not the same I get it but it, it just it feels good if you've never had a heart-to-heart -heart with somebody and allowed them to vent and offered advice and had them appreciate it 
then you wouldn't know what I'm talking about, but I'm sure you have. Loved ones, family, friends, etc. But in my experience, it is often the case where when you're so used to shitty behavior and just a, an uncomfortable, tense scenario, like didn't matter what house I was in, whether I was with my mom and my stepdad, or whether I was with my dad and my stepmom, it was uncomfortable, it was awkward, there was this tension. It didn't feel like a home, it felt like a house. And I got so used to that feeling, that uncomfortable, awkward feeling, that now when I'm older, it takes a lot more than it takes a normal person for me to be uncomfortable. I, I thrive in uncomfort, discomfort rather. I'm just so used to it. But like a normal person who had a loving, healthy, happy, hi honey, I'm home, that kind of dad, that kind of like, oh, welcome home, honey, that kind of mom who was constantly getting hugged, <laughs> you know, that kind of person, it's going to be extremely easy to make that person feel uncomfortable because they're so accustomed to things being, you know, like gentle and soft and, and heartwarming and welcoming. Then all of a sudden when things are tense, they, they're like, ooh, shit, they feel so out of their element. Whereas, you know, people like Valerie, people like myself, people who, lots of people, and this is no pity party, I'm just saying, lots of people have had shit upbringings. And you get so used to it, to the negative, bad, like uncomfortable, sad feelings, that when things start to feel good, you start to doubt it. You're like, okay, my whole life, I've always been let down, you know, and then you just start to anticipate slash expect something's going to be wrong, something's going to go wrong, someone's going to betray me. It's why people have trust issues and they put up a wall. And along those lines, it can almost be, for lack of a better term, uncomfortable for people who are used to having some toxic and venom in their life to all of a sudden be thrown into a life where things are great. It's just, you ever try to hug somebody who was never hugged as a child. They don't know how to embrace. They don't know how to hug. And it's the same way emotionally. That's physically. Emotionally, people who are so accustomed to just a shit, you know, surrounding and upbringing, you start to give them love and appreciate them and compliment them. And they're just not used to it. You can tell they don't know how to take it. It's because that's not their element. They're completely uncomfortable and out of their element. And so oftentimes, whether subconsciously or consciously, these people will seek out sort of some tension or awkwardness or even abuse. There are some girls, and it's really not a, a cool thing, but guys will say that they like girls who have daddy issues. I'm sure you've heard that phrase. There's more to it than just, oh, she's crazy. She's crazy because she has daddy issues. She was either abused, uh, neglected, abandoned, uh, sexually abused, or whatever. And oftentimes these girls grow up seeking extra to more than make up for the lack of or the, the negative father-dad attention they got growing up. And so if you were just trying to score with some slut, like you're going to look for a girl who has daddy issues. She's going to be easier. She's going to be like more crazy. She's going to bruise the back of her throat with your penis. But it's because, not just because she loves dick, like most girls love dick, it's because she has issues and she is searching for a way to fill those holes. And no pun intended, literally, no, no pun intended. It's, it's a subconscious thing, I think. And I asked her about that as well. And I was like, D 
does it feel uncomfortable when guys treat you nicely? Like when a guy opens a door for you and gives you a hug and, you know, whatever. Romance is almost off-putting to her, you know. I, she said I could talk about this, so I don't have any problem with it. She wants a guy who, you know, to use her words, will, like, choke her and fuck her and, you know, everybody's into a different thing. We don't judge. But she doesn't want a guy who's going to romance her and court her and try to woo her. She wants a dude who's just going to give her the fucking business. And maybe that's a personality thing. Maybe it's because partially because of the way she was brought up. She doesn't want things to be all like lovey-dovey and, oh my gosh, your hair is like the ocean. She just wants to get it. And I appreciate that. And I, I appreciate even more her honesty because it makes sense when you're just so used to there being yelling and arguments and tension or physical stuff then to be thrust into a world where everybody's hugging and rubbing each other's back and complimenting each other you'd be like what kind of fucking goody goody bunch of weenies are you like start throwing some punches or insulting each other or something not that that's what you want Again, got to be clear there. It's not that damaged, uh, emotionally damaged people want that. They seek it because they're used to it and it's more in their element. Nobody enjoys being talked down to. But some people you can get away with it <clears throat> because they kind of ask for it. Sometimes literally. Anyway, I, I thought I should mention that. I'm going to get back to uh, jamming out now. This is such a good song. And listen to the lyrics because this guy clearly had gone through some shit and I'm sure there's going to be a fucking ad there's so many ads on YouTube now here we go cocaine flame in my bloodstream so my coat when I hit spokane Bought myself a hard pack of cigarettes in the early morning rain. Lately, my hands they don't feel like mine. My eyes been stung with dust and blind. Held you in my arms one time, lost you just the same. So long since I've seen your face 
felt a part of this place. I've been living out of this hair suitcase for way too long. Man needs something he can hold on to. Nine pound aforementioned people, the, the quote-unquote damaged, broken people, they seek out the people who are more on their wavelength. Like, they don't necessarily want to get beaten or emotionally abused, but it is more what they're used to, so they'll tolerate it more. And it is more normal, unfortunately. And that's kind of a broad stroke there, the, the blanket term normal, but it is more normal to them. And the unfortunate thing about it is people who like to abuse and control and, and, and have their way over other people often seek out the damaged people. Just like the damaged people seek out other damaged people, the people who are looking to control and manipulate and lord over somebody prey on those who are more easy to prey on. Because a guy who wants to be in control of a woman and literally make her like his bitch, for lack of a better term, like just be controlling, He's not going to be able to prey on a woman who has that belief in herself and some self-confidence because the moment he goes, I'm telling you, you do this right now, she's going to be like, go fuck yourself. I'm not doing that shit. And to an extent, in a relationship, you have to compromise and do that to each other. There's going to be times where you as a guy, you have to do things that you don't want to do because you're making a sacrifice. They call that love. And same for women. Like, there's going to be times where you don't want to suck that dick, but that's your man. You love him, and part of the way you love him is you do this, or you do that, or you go with to his parents' house, you know, even though you don't like his parents. Just things you do back and forth. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when it's one-sided. The people who prey on uh, emotionally loose and damaged people, they're doing that because they know they can get away with it on them. Whereas if, if I were to walk up to a girl who has that that sort of whatever that extra factor is instilled in her mind and I was like bitch you listen to what the fuck I say <clears throat> I'm probably not going to get a very good response from her because she knows that she's not supposed to be treated that way that was instilled in her she doesn't have the daddy issues the lack of confidence the you know there it takes a, a certain person there's a certain uh, equation that it takes to equal a certain person I guess that's what I was getting at. Let's listen to another song. How about... 
Um, we got country, we got rock, we got all sorts of them. Let's listen to this one. This is a good song. Linkin Park. <clears throat> After Chester passed away, it's interesting. You listen to, to the lyrics, and he was definitely, like, hurting. Those, the words, it's not just a coincidence. A lot of the lyrics are the way they are. So this is one of those songs that is a perfect example of that. Let's play it. He, may, he remarks about, like, when my time comes, forget the wrong that I've done, leave out all the rest, help me leave behind some reason to be missed, some reason to be validated. It's, it's almost like a cry for help, but it's such a good song. I dreamed I was missing, you were so scared. playlist and just listen to it it gets interrupted by commercials or all of a sudden uh, 
ads, you know, or all of a sudden, like another song will come up and it'll totally change the direction in which you were heading. Because you can start in, on country and end on fucking rap on the right day, which and they're completely polar opposites. So it really depends, like on the order that you listen to songs. Because right now I could go from Linkin Park, it was a pretty mellow song, but they're still kind of a rock group. I could go anywhere. Whereas if I'm already on a country kick, it would, it would be weird to go on to something else. And I intend to use this recording here. I won't call it a full-on podcast, but I intend to use it at some point as just a chilling in the background. I'll have it playing whether I'm cleaning, hi Ben, or whether I'm, you know, whatever. Because I'm only playing songs that I like, and I'm making points that I feel are valid, so there would be no reason not to use this as just one long drive to get somewhere, or just something to get some critical thinking going. Um... There are certain songs, like, I don't know about you, but <clears throat> it used to be common, at least where I was from, for couples to choose a song that was, like, your song, and then, like, maybe you've seen it in movies or shows, like, that was our song, and the couple generally agrees on it, and when Hillary and I, I don't remember what song was ours, I think it was Here Without You by Three Doors Down, which is also on this list, and it's a good one. But that was like our song when everything was all good. And then when we broke up, she said that the song that reminded her of me or us is called The Best I Ever Had by Gary Allen. And it might sound like just by the title that it's a positive thing, but he's singing about something that he had that was the best and now it's gone and he can't get it back. And I'm not sure exactly what the song is. I think it was about his girlfriend who died. Pretty sure that's what it is. But either way, whether your girlfriend dies or whether she trips and falls and lands on another guy's dick or whatever, like the point is the relationship is over. And so I'm, I was surprised that she picked that song because it was proclaiming that what we had was the best. It's a sad song, but it's a fucking tune, so I'm going to play it. Future Ben, I know you'll appreciate this because this song always makes me sad. Hmm? So you 
topic of feeling uncomfortable and awkward and and being uncomfortable around like tension do you ever stay at like a friend's house growing up and and you could tell that their parents were fighting but they were doing their best to you know keep it together because you were there and they didn't want to embarrass their kid or whatever that happened to me so many times growing up where I'd, I'd be like staying at Blake's house or Tom's house or or somewhere uh, there would be like a family problem or there'd be some clear marital issues going on like some yelling or just awkward tension right and then when hopefully when your friend who has a high enough social awareness to pick up on these things notices they'll say something like i'm sorry i'm sorry it's weird here right now it's not usually like this just going through some shit whatever and of course most people would be like yeah bro what the fuck don't invite me over if your family's gonna be all fucking weird me i was always like shit i could fall i could take a nap right now this is peaceful compared to what i'm used to and i don't mean to make it sound like my houses because i won't say homes my houses that i lived in were complete war zones all the time it was worse than that because it wasn't like yelling and screaming and physical all the time it was a quiet tension when you know how the other person feels they don't have to say anything so like you could walk into a room with another person a step family member or whoever and neither one would even need to say anything because you just it's so like you know obvious how each person feels and that is a really a good way to make your uh, kid or stepkid or whatever not feel wanted but I guess it doesn't necessarily got to be comfortable for the step parent either so let's pick another song let's pick a song so much shit in my throat this one is called here's to the night i think it was a 90s song it's really nostalgic it's definitely one of those like late 90s early 2000s bands that had just a couple of hits but it's a good one we haven't had too many ads i appreciate that
Disturbed. Thank you. 
Constantly, like I'm not paranoid because I don't have really I don't really care but like when you hear people like Bill Burr talk about how smartphones and computers and iPhones and you know TVs they're like always listening to you and they use the camera to watch you I don't give a fuck if you really want to watch an average white dude clean the house and jack off and sing then you're wasting your time <laughs> and, and you should also be paying me for the entertainment that I'm giving you I should start charging <clears throat> ah, fuck it. We don't need to hear the same song two times in a row. What a voice. songs on this list from the Sons of Anarchy playlist they played throughout the show at different times fucking good tunes probably gonna play a couple of those now <clears throat> while I do the cat's litter box so we'll go with this one what a tune and the one after it is the one the song that I chose as my favorite song it's the when Jax finds that Tarot is killed Enjoy. 
perched outside my window I hear him calling I hear him sing He burns me with his eyes of gold to embers He sees all my sins He reads my soul
song that I'm going to play is I have it saved like as the background on my phone as morbid as that is maybe it's only people who are depressed or, or you know quote unquote maybe it's only people like that who think about what their funeral is going to be like but I often do I often think who from all the chapters in my life will go uh, what will the atmosphere be like certainly there are <clears throat> at least a few people in the world who are like fuck that guy I'm glad he's gone but for the most part I, I don't know if, if you've never thought about it, you should. You should give it some thought. Because it opens your eyes. You know, it can. It can open your eyes. If you think, who will be there? Who will go? Uh, what will they say about me? What will people remember me, you know, as or for? If you ask yourself those questions and you don't like what answers you come up with, it's time to make a change. Well, I don't know. If you, it, Maybe it's not normal. I don't know. Maybe now that I think of it, it's not normal to think about your funeral. But I already have the songs. Uh, the background of my phone, it says, please play these at my funeral. Thanks. Love, Ben. And it's just a, a background that I made so that when I do kick rocks or kick the bucket or whatever <laughs> in my sleep before I turn 40 because I'm so unhealthy and just have bad genetics, um, they'll have some idea of what to play. And this is the first one. It's from, <clears throat> it's from Sons of Anarchy. It's sad, but in a beautiful way. You have to look at it like that. As part of your credit card's reward oh, program. Oh, fucking A. The first ad. We're about to skip this bitch. Take it back. I would take it back For just another minute 
Just another chance with you Give it up I would give everything up Every last breath Every first taste for you Just to make it all right Just to make it all right but it's too late to go back I can see the darkness through the cracks Daylight fading, I curse the breaking The day is gone, the day is gone Run away I'll just run away Like a child From all of them to you Now I see My most constant mistake Is I don't know beautiful and it articulates my thoughts exactly you don't know what you've got until it's gone and you always 
new, but you never learn. It's a nice line from the other song. Anybody can relate to that. You always knew, but you never learn, do you? You just keep doing that same shit. Endless cycle, right? Um, this is what a fart sounds like. Oh, damn it. It came out all quiet. My butt is not loose. Usually, you'd expect, because I'm a straight man, that it would be like, but instead it was like, which is not good for me. But I, I promise, maybe it's because of what the doctor just, maybe she just permanently wrecked my shit. I don't know. <clears throat> this one is a Bob Dylan song, and uh, there have been different renditions of it done, but this one's my favorite, and I believe this group is from Canada. They look very Canadian. <laughs> well, they're, they're called the Tenors, and it's four dudes who have the voices of an angel, and I like to sing it, but I know that, like, even live, they sound fucking great, which is weird, because we're so used to artists and bands that sound great in the studio with all that vocal help and, you know, sort of music enhancing, but then live they sound like shit. Well, this is one of those groups that can just fucking sing. They're like Pentatonix, the acapella group. These guys, they sound fucking good. And I, I like the song, and it's not as much of a, you know, sad, depressing song as that other one, but it's the other one that I want played at my funeral, and it's called Forever Young. DJ Ben, spin that shit. <clears throat> We're gonna have an ad here, yep. Okay, here we go. Ready? Here we go. Tell me these guys can't fucking sing. I like to try to sound like them. Not like their voice, but their accents. May God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come true. May you always do for others. Let others do for you. May you build a ladder the sky, climb on every rung, and may you stay forever young. May you grow up to be righteous, may you grow up to be true, may you always know the truth and see the light surrounding you.
bless and keep you always May your wishes all come true And may you stay or rock or rap or blues or jazz if you appreciate talent and like real raw music and voices then check out the tenors they're fucking great I like that rendition better than the Bob Dylan original um here's a like nostalgic song it's fun to sing along to I'm gonna make coffee while I play this one <clears throat> and with the volume constantly being up and down I think we're just going to have to adjust it with our volume knob because I don't know how to make me talking and all these different songs sound like the same level of loudness. Aw, yeah. Back-to-back -back ads. Fucking love YouTube. Love to see it. It's fun already. <clears throat> Less than two seconds in and you're smiling. So hot that I'm melting I fell right through the cracks Now I'm trying to get back Before the cool done run out I'll be giving it my best This and nothing's gonna stop me But divine intervention I reckon it's again my turn To win some or learn some But I won't hesitate No more, no more It can And I laughed I 
guess what I'll be saying is there ain't no better reason to rid yourself of vanities and just go with the seasons. It's what we aim to do. Our name is our virtue, but I won't hesitate no more, no more. It cannot <coughs> wait. I'm yours. Open up your mind and see like me. vagina did this guy get when he like was popular because of this song this was like all the girls went crazy they were like I'm yours oh my goodness bring me that dick sounded like a gay man there <clears throat> I reactivated my Facebook just temporarily so I could grab the two pictures of my tattoos that are on there because I wanted to show them in discord and I thought I'm just gonna scroll down check out what's new on the home feed because it's been many months and not even two seconds in, like the second post that I see, is just a quick reminder of why I don't fucking waste time on Facebook. It's such a waste of time. Okay, I won't say the girl's name, but here's the first status that's on the home feed. Nothing more annoying than people that do not understand boundaries. Okay, that's one of my pet peeves, so it's a perfect example. I didn't, like, handpick this. First of all, yeah, you're not saying anything that anyone would disagree with. That's something that universally, no matter what your religion is or what your race is, that's something that universally we all hate. So you're not telling anything, you know, you're not saying anything that nobody, you get where I'm going with this. Like, what's the point of saying that we all, that's like saying, oh, there's nothing more annoying than people that wipe poop on your cheek. It's like, yeah, we all would hate if somebody smeared poop on our face. What do you, okay, cool. That's number one. And number two, are you asking for a conversation? Is are, Why are you posting that so that hundreds of people can see it? <clears throat> are you wanting us to input? Because if you're going to want us to comment on it, uh, we're going to need more than that. We're going to need the who, like who said it, what they do. We need more information. So really, what were you doing? And then somebody wrote, so true. Gee, thanks. Thanks for the contribution to the conversation. So true. This is the vaguest, dumbest shit ever. I am re-deleting Facebook as we speak, because goddamn, it's just such a fucking echo chamber shit show. Um, here's a really good song. This is also from Sons of Anarchy. I think it's... The, yeah, this is the one... Um, I think it's Opie's Wake song? Maybe. Nope. Yeah, there we go. The Opie Wake song, it's called. The Lost Boy. Fucking tune, man. <clears throat> Still got that shit in my throat. Here we go. I left my home, still as a child. I walked a thousand sorry miles away from my father to gather up his tools. He said, my boy, you gotta run. Don't wait for me, don't wait for mom. We'll come get you when it's safe for us to move.
time I didn't know Just how hard the wind could blow Towards disaster In the things that I would see I never found my father I never found my mother Either could I know In my lifetime I will be A hero to the masses To those born without chances There's a freedom That everyone deserves I know there's greed and there's corruption I've seen death and mass destruction But I'm telling you And I will not let my future go on without the help of my soul. of songs almost more often than I like the originals and um, as long as it's a good voice like I appreciate quality over quantity <clears throat> that's why I like to watch the voice because those motherfuckers can sing and oftentimes better than the artists themselves because they weren't pushed they didn't get that Hollywood push all they have is a voice and so they show up and they do this like uh, this blind audition or this performance and it's more like they should be having their own concert they're so good but anyway uh, Machine Gun Kelly he's a rapper I'm not a big fan of his rap in fact rap in general but he did a cover of Numb a Linkin Park song and he dedicated it to Chester after Chester passed away and he doesn't have the world's best voice but he sounds good in this song and he can kind of sing and who knew right because he's a rapper so I'm gonna play this one whether you've heard it or not I'm, I'm sure you haven't it's not very popular stupid fucking ads introducing the new 100% oh <laughs> when did YouTube start having double ads that you can't skip how fucking stupid This dude can actually sing, it's kind of cool. I'm tired of being what you want me to be. Feeling 
because it will mix up what verse you're on and you will sound like a retard. Hashtag me. Oh, uh, I don't care though. Let's see. What song should I play next? This one, I feel really guilty about enjoying because I'm a straight male. This is one that you would expect either a woman, like a single mom, or a gay man to enjoy. But if you just take all that shit away, is it catchy? Is it a good song? Is it enjoyable to listen to? Yes. So am I going to listen to it? Am I going to jam and sing along like a gay man? Yes, here we go. Call it love and devotion. Call it the mom's adoration. Foundation, a special bond of creation. Ah. For all the single moms out there, going through frustration. Clean minded, trying to burn, unmarried, She works the night, spy the water. She's gone astray, so far away from my father's daughter. She just wants a life yeah, she does. for a baby. All on her own, no one will come. She's got to save him. Daily struggle. She tells him, Ooh, love. No one's ever gonna hurt you, love. I'm gonna give you all of my love. Nobody matters like you. Stay up, Stay she tells up, him, Your love. 
I like to pick up my dog and hold him and rock him while I sing this song. And he looks at me like, you fucking retard, put me down. asking that dude like hey I don't see any guys around you and then the guy will be like what do you mean oh well you're listening to that song I would assume that guys would be fucking you actively all the time that's how gay that is right that's how I feel but again my give a fuck is broken I don't care I listen to earthang and I'm not ashamed of any of it even though I should be <laughs> I just don't have that mechanism in me in place to uh, I recognize it of course I'm aware of too much but that's just one of the things that I just don't care. 